0: welcome to the all financial hour podcast with steve all
1: here with steve all i'm jennifer perry and if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast we love hearing from you you can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at your money matters must see tv this week steve i'm sure you were like uh, many i had the popcorn ready for that debate and I was about to throw it at the screen at several <laughs> times during it. But uh, what's your take on uh, what we witnessed the other night? Whew.
0: Oh, well, we did a presentation, you know, a kind of a debate follow-up. And uh-huh. we're, we're planning on doing it for the next two also. Hopefully they will give us something to talk about yeah. at the next one. Because the, the guidelines for our debate follow-up were we're going to keep it non-political and we're going to talk about how... And what the candidates talked about that could affect you in retirement. Mm-hmm. When Mel and I got in the office the next morning <laughs> together, it's like, well, this will be quick. <laughs> Nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, they didn't really say anything no. that really affects us financially, no. right? Yeah.
0: No, it was a you know, I, as I like to look at it, you know. If this would have been a boxing match, you know, Trump was swinging wildly and going at it all the time. And, you know, couple shots after the whistle type deal, <laughs> you know, and then and then it comes in and then Biden's just constantly jabbing. You know, it's just the way I looked at it for a fight. So it was as what I consider the greatest nation in the world. I don't think it was a good picture for everybody else to be judging what's going on in the United States.
1: Yeah, true. I think
0: it's just, it's difficult. I didn't like the way it was moderated. As I put it, you know, if you set the ground rules that no interruptions, you're going to get a talk for two minutes and both candidates parties agreed to it. And then 45 minutes into a crazy amount of interruptions, then you go, guys, these are the rules that you had to play by. I'm going to go, Why didn't he say this up front? Yeah, debate's (laughs) half over
1: already. So, yeah, it was just... And uh,
0: the big thing I didn't like was, you know, is the question, no chance to rebut. And most of the questions that were asked from both candidates weren't answered. Yeah. You know, it was the old, here's the question, but I'm going to answer a different question type of a mentality. And it just didn't, like I said, it didn't set well. It didn't play into a lot of things on how it's going to affect retirement. For our presentation, I actually had to look up some of the things for Biden's climate change plan, what was with Trump, and tried to be as honest as I could on both sides of it. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, whatever biases you brought to that debate, that's what you saw in the debate. Yeah. If I was a Biden person, I'm going to believe that Biden did very well. If I was a Trump person, I'm going to believe that Trump did very well. I'd say the biggest surprise for me is with the idea that vice president biden had not been out a lot i thought he did much better than i expected
1: true i think, <laughs>
0: For the, I think a lot everybody of people was, had you know, low
1: expectations on that a lot but of the uh...
0: gaffes and things that have come out i will put it i was impressed that he was not sleepy joe or some of the things that he's been called over the last couple of minutes i thought he did a very good job in the debate in comparison to what i thought he was going to come out and do
1: yeah well uh, i think just the fact you showed up surprised a lot of people but uh, yeah yeah. it's certainly interesting but uh, you're right in that you know we didn't get a lot of substance in terms of the financial issues that uh, these guys are going to bring to the table but we can look at what they've said in the past and kind of figure out from there how that might affect us financially and actually cnn says joe biden Wants to change our 401k plan, Steve, to give low income earners a bigger tax break. And so it sounds good on the surface, but the change would be at the expense of couples who earn more than $80,000 a year. Those people would lose a portion of their tax break. And uh, that affects the majority of our listeners, I would say. So do we need to worry about potential changes to these retirement planning rules? And if so, Is there anything we can do right now to prepare for that?
0: Well, the biggest thing that, you know, that Joe Biden is putting is saying is this. And I will agree with him a little bit. And I know that will make some people cringe, but I will agree with him that there's not a lot of incentive for people with lower incomes to save. So I'm going to defer my taxes at 10 percent, 15 percent and possibly have to pay it back in the future at a much higher rate. Mm hmm. Doesn't make a lot of sense for a lot of people. So what he's talking about is that tax credits or credits are different than deductions because credits will directly offset the amount of tax that you owe. Okay. So it does make it a little bit better. But in the case of this one here, people earning the numbers around $80,000, they would have less of an incentive. Too, because they wouldn't get as big of a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. So I look at it, if something like that did come into play, you'll always hear me say, when it talks about putting money into your 401k, put as much in your 401k to meet the amount that they're going to match. If they'll give you 5% of 5%, put in 5%. Okay. If they'll give you 50% of 4%, put in 4%. That doesn't mean you stop saving. I still always go along with the 80-10-10 rule. 80% of your money is what you need to live on, 10% to where you get your faith or charity of your choice, and you set back 10 to 15% for your own retirement. Well, you can shift those dollars to other areas. There are places that can be more tax efficient to put your money than there is in the 401k. What I like to do, I like the life insurance retirement plan. I can put money into it, It grows tax deferred when I need it in the future, I'll be able to take it out if I do it properly with no tax Hmm, doesn't affect social security taxability doesn't affect my income. So those are tools that I like to use to get to people with tax efficiency. So I think the overall part of what he's thinking is not good for everybody, Mm -hmm. but I believe that if we limited the amount we put in and did it differently, we would be more tax efficient when we get to our retirement years. It may allow people to think about more than just 401k, 401k, tax defer, tax deferred, tax defer. Because everybody that's done that, they're surprised when I say, you're gonna walk into a tax time bomb when you hit your retirement years. How can we fix it now? Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor
1: representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Inc., an SEC registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.